It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Michael Reed on LMFM. Thursday morning, the 30th of July. Good morning with much debate and discussion from now till 11 a.m. This is Michael Reed on LMFM. There were tense exchanges in the Dáil yesterday with Taoiseach Michal Martin under intense pressure over government messaging. Having issued inconsistent and confused travel advice, you now say that workers on a COVID payment can't take a holiday. Sinn Féin President Mary Lou Macdonald clearly frustrated, criticised the Taoiseach over a number of different mixed messages. Your confused travel advice also means that they're not guaranteed a refund. Well, what harm? Your approach is discriminatory. Oh. Your utter hypocrisy and unfairness is galling. Ouch. Your lack of understanding, your lack of empathy for people who have been through the mill and who have lost their jobs is remarkable. Uh, hold on. These are decisions that are taken by the coalition. But that's your government all over. And it certainly makes clear whose interests you act in. OK, but... Hardly a crime. It seems to me that you acted outside the law. Is that not a bit mean-spirited? Now, aren't we all in this together? So uh, it is in fact yourself, Taoiseach, who has broken the consensus and the notion that we're all in this together. And you did that by sending inspectors to the airport, seeking out those uncovered payments. The Taoiseach, of course, would argue with that, but is it going too far to say... You acted outside the law. But do we all not agree that because of the global pandemic, nobody should be travelling overseas? If there are penalties for travelling away, abroad, well then they should be universal. If you choose, as you have chosen, to target those on COVID payments, that is discriminatory. That is unfair. At least Micheál Martin was in the convention centre to take all of this on the chin and to answer questions. Can I just um, voice my disappointment and dissatisfaction at the fact that the Taoiseach has now consistently failed to answer very simple questions as put by myself and Deputy Murphy and I I regard that as you know you might think that's clever Taoiseach it's not very clever at all Um, it's disingenuous um, and unhelpful to the people that we represent. So no holds barred then but a lot of time spent chastising me, Hall Martin. I'd like members to stick to the one minute allowed. Yeah, I, I think to be fair. And I'd like to teach to answer questions. Yeah, and if okay. We all like things. Ken Quill, it seems we're not going to get them. Mary Lou MacDonald, uh, very good morning to you and thank you indeed uh, for joining us here on uh, the programme this morning. Uh, you weren't holding back yesterday. It's clear, I think, uh, that uh, you've lost patience uh, with uh, the decisions uh, that are being made by government and how 
they are quite often being changed uh, what uh, the newspapers take an angle on but all of the angles in the newspapers this morning refer to a U-turn. Well, look, my, my frustration is twofold. Uh, on the one hand, the fact that the actions and the messages from government over the last weeks have been just so garbled and confusing. And secondly, when, when you try to get to the bottom of things and try and get straight, straight answers to fairly straightforward questions, the Taoiseach um, is is Houdini uh, and just tries to evade and 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 by the way, Michael, not just mm. with me. I mean, this is the mm. experience of opposition deputies across the board. And at a time when you know things have been difficult, things will remain challenging for so many people. I think a new Taoiseach leading a new government um, should be in a position to take questions, to take them on the chin, and to give straightforward answers and then of course we can debate the substance of that but when, when it's ducking and diving I mean ducking and diving is no way to manage a government and it's certainly no way to, to run the country Okay, he may be changing the answers uh, but he has been answering the questions hasn't he? Well no he hasn't I mean he has been he has been in a state of denial for example on the issue of travel advice let me put my cards on the table mm. uh, Michael I, I'm as they say, staycationing. I'm going to holiday mm. exclusively in Ireland this year. My advice would be that the safe thing to do is to holiday at home. Um, but I also accept that the government advice through uh, the the highest uh, offices in the land is mixed. It says, on the one hand, don't travel, but it also says, in the case of certain countries, you can travel with normal precautions and you don't have to limit your movements or isolate when you come back. I also know that as a result of the mixed um, position and the ambivalence in the government policy, that there are some people faced with a really awful prospect of maybe not wanting to travel, but knowing if they don't travel, that they're not going to get their money back. I think that's a big deal for working families uh, and so on. So the, the the messaging has been mixed and the the advice is not clear cut. I wish mm. to goodness it was, which solves an awful lot of, of problems for us, but so it's not. Okay, well, uh, Michael Martin keeps insisting that it is, but he can insist that black is white, but it doesn't make it make it so. And then piled on top of that, then mm. we had the revelation, not so much that there were checks for welfare fraud. Nobody should be gaming the system and welfare fraud, where it happens, has to be identified and rooted out. But what we discovered is that inspectors, on I don't know what basis or with what suspicion, were approaching people to establish their social welfare status and that uh, those with COVID payments were in danger of losing those payments. I mean, that to me was just an extraordinary... Well, it se- it seems worse than that, in fact. Uh, it seems that members of the Gardaí, who were not accompanied by welfare inspectors, were asking people for their passports, and then that information was passed on to Social Protection, yeah. and then people were told that their pup payment was cut as a result. That would appear to be outside of the law, as you put it yesterday. Another mm-hmm. another issue that arises is uh, the woman who had a, a ticket to travel on a ferry from Rosslare. Uh, she didn't uh, take uh, the ferry because uh, of uh, the guidelines, uh, but somehow the information that she had a ticket 
got to the Department of Social Protection and her payment was cut. Uh, yes. This seems like a Russian police state. Well, it is, it is very, very troubling. Um, and we haven't asked, we started our conversation this morning with um, the question around answering questions. You know, when you're the head of government and certainly none of those matters have been properly addressed, mm. much less clarified in the Dáil. And that's where it needs to happen. And uh, the, the, the government and, and people who speak for the government and the Taoiseach himself trying to, to confuse um, you know, the issue of should you travel or not or should there be welfare fraud or not and clearly the answer to that is of course there shouldn't be confusing that with whether or not those who acted on behalf of the state mm. acted lawfully and the awful piece I think uh, in respect of all of this is because we are still in very challenging times like the virus hasn't gone away as we all know we're going to have to ask people to dig deep again and for some time to actually keep that sense of kind of discipline mm. and, and care across society. And the last thing that we need is a sense that, that, that any part of the state apparatus is overstepping itself or that one section of people, because they happen to have lost their jobs and because they happen to be for now relying mm. on, a, on a welfare payment, that somehow they're fair game. I and think it's, that it's one thing uh, attaching conditions to a welfare payment. It's another thing uh, introducing those conditions retrospectively, if that's what's happened. Uh, and uh, the attitude, the Orwellian attitude, if you like, of some are more equal than others uh, is not something that sits comfortably with most people. But if uh, the government or arms of the state have acted outside of the law, what is the consequence for that? Well, the consequence, I mean, the state has to be, no more than the rest of us, uh, you have to play by the rules. So I, I, I know that uh, having heard representatives from FLAC, for example, the Free Legal Aid, um, people have made complaints, uh, people have uh, approached, and I, I, I would imagine that some will seek legal advice or guidance as to what they should do next. Um I think that the, the, the government should very honestly and very thoroughly uh, set out what happened um, and they need to set out and reassure and make sure that it doesn't happen again. Uh, we don't need a big sort of wrangle between the system and the citizen at this time. Mm. At this time, what we need is maximum respect. We need to have tolerance and understanding and some compassion to for the experiences that people have been through. And the biggest irony, I think, is that in the programme for government, there was very high-minded, lofty language about the need for a new social contract. Did you see that bit Mm -hmm. in the programme for government, which Mm -hmm. I I happen to agree with, between the citizen and the people that govern. And let me tell you, this uh, whole episode uh, has been very, very damaging to, to that prospect because people want a government that works. They want to believe that people who make decisions make them fairly and in the common interest. And they want to know also that when questioned, those in authority don't lapse into defensiveness or attacking the questioner, but they actually answer fully uh, as the head of government in, in respect of the Taoiseach and that they give clear information. And if a mistake has been made or if something has gone wrong, well, then you say that has gone wrong 
and you make sure that you fix it. That's, lot, that's how uh, I think. That's uh, how I would do. A lot has gone wrong and uh, they're fixing it uh, on a daily basis, it would seem, or they're trying to fix it or trying to uh, turn things on their head uh, because it has gone so wrong. Uh, it's a, a long time since we've seen a government under so much pressure and pressure that uh, seems unnecessary. Well, yes. I mean, it's been... Um, it's a very strange government, uh, chaotic, mm. uh, I would say a, a bit of a shambles um, so far. It seems to be marked more by rivalry between the, the, the parties, marked by like real excess in terms of advisors and cars and aid to comp and, mm. you know, additional salaries and then cuts that aren't cuts that are actually increases. I mean, you couldn't make this, make this uh, stuff up. Uh, and it, it's no surprise to you or to your listeners to hear that um, it had been my view consistently that the worst of all outcomes would be Fianna Fáil and Fine Gael, the two of them together in government. These mm. are the people who have held power in this state for, for a century and they weren't prepared to let others in. Uh, they want to keep change out. Maybe this is part of the consequences um, of that. But I, but I will tell you this much, that it can continue like this because the challenges are immense. We, d- we do need to get people back to work. All of the COVID payment recipients want to go back to work. The ones I If the dog was to, to sit for another week, uh, I think yeah. the government would be in real uh, trouble or should be very concerned. Uh, but with the recess today, will they be off the hook? They, they may think so, but um, as they say, the issues won't go away and the challenges mm. that our society faces won't go away. I mean, we still have the need for public housing to be mm, built. Mm. That's a story that's rumbling along, perhaps more quietly because of the the the, the disastrous decisions of the government in in, in other mm. areas. But that's that's shaping up to be a battle royal come the come the autumn time. Um, the, the issues around our health service. I, I've been out and about. Um, you know, meeting with people in small groups mm. as kind of the the guidance allows and talking to people, particularly frontline workers, people mm. working in health, carers, mm. uh, health care assistants, and all of them have... But they seem too busy tripping up over... The but they seem too busy tripping up over themselves to be able to deal with uh, the issues that affect people on a day-to-day be, basis. Uh, going back to the appointment of the Cabinet, the Barry Cowan affair, yeah. uh, what was it, 15 government party TDs voting against the government nominee, Fergus O'Dowd, to become the last Cairn Corla. Something very few people uh, were interested in, but it it spoke about a a revolution within government circles, that government, probably Fine Gael or Fianna Fáil TDs betraying uh, the government and indeed uh, stabbing Micheál Martin in the back. There's all this stuff now about cars and uh, advisors and Leo Varadkar bypassing Helen McEntee by going going to the Secretary-General in the Department of the Taoiseach to speak to the Justice Department about getting a car for Simon Coveney. And then all the junior ministers, the Fianna Fáil junior ministers, are waking up to read the Irish Independent this morning uh, to hear that the Fine Gael ministers were told that they're going to have to share advisors and they'll be told later on in the day. And when this government was formed and there was an awful lot of commentary and a lot of noise from the opponents of Sinn Féin as to kind of the rationale as to why they wanted to keep us out. And I won't rehearse all of that, mm-hmm. but I think you might recall I said at the time that ultimately this was all about power. That That's what it was about. It was about who has power and how they use it. And, and the old two, the old establishment, were determined that they were going to hang on in. 
And I think all everything that we're seeing now in terms of how things have fallen and unfolded, you know, the the the, the largesse in terms of an aide to comp and, mm. uh, you know, for the tarnish, the unheard of, you know, a, a car and drivers for the Minister for Foreign Affairs, unheard of. Mm. Uh, all of that, it, it, to my mind, is symptomatic of the fact that this was all about we want to be in government, we want to keep others out, and now they're in government and the whole thing is a hames. Now, I will have a view on that as the leader of the opposition, leading a party that did want to be in government, uh, not for cars and aid to comp, but to actually get things done, and the leader of the party that is, as we speak, Michael, working hard, and we will continue to prepare for the opportunity to be the ones at the decision-making table with all of all that that entails. I'll have a view on, on all of the goings-on, but the important thing is the interests of the people and, and people across Louth and Meath and across the entire island, you know, gain no comfort. There's no advantage to having a government that is so utterly and completely shambolic. And in fact, as leading the opposition, it, it's all, it, there were senses of, of the bazaar at times. Uh, just the, the amount of just chaos and shambles and mixed messages coming across the floor. Um, so it doesn't augur well. I, I didn't have very high expectations for this government in any event, but I'm very sure in the midst of the shambles, we have to hold firm in terms of delivering public housing, investment mm-hmm. in health, decent income levels for people. Okay. You'll have to forgive me for cutting can. across you again, but our, our time is running out. And before before you leave us, I just to mention uh, that uh, you'll be visiting locally today. You'll be in Ashburn, Navan, Dundalk and Drogheda, as I understand this. Yeah. Uh, and looking forward mm-hmm. to it. All right. Absolutely. Okay, Thanks, look, Michael. thank you very much indeed uh, for joining us uh, this morning. Before people call to complain about that being a party political broadcast, uh, there are the questions uh, that we wanted to put uh, to government. Uh, and every day this week, uh, government has failed to provide us with a spokesperson but our thanks uh, to the leader of the opposition the Sinn Féin president Mary Lou Macdonald Michael Reed on LMFM Cool fact a crocodile can't stick out its tongue also you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states United Healthcare short-term insurance plans underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company offer flexible budget-friendly coverage for you learn more at UH1.com Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.